This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, uh, good morning everyone. Agonar Shabbos. Parashas Pekudei. I want to speak about a very interesting Indian today. A very unusual subject. We spoke about it actually many years ago. And... Uh, I had a thought about it, so I would like to revisit. We know that mysteriously, you look at the end of Parshas Pekudei, there is no simon for the number of psukim in Parshas Pekudei. Every other pasuk in the Chumash has a simon. Now, if you notice something about the simanim, the simanim are all the name of a person. Every simon at the end of the parsha is the name of a person. Interesting. It's always the name of somebody, not necessarily from the parsha. Often it's a word in the parsha, but it's most often a name of somebody in uh, the Tanakh. And I I saw in a article written by Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer and Sefer Taras Yaakov. If anybody has a way to get it, I would love to get the Sefer Taras Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer. He's a descendant of the Kafa Chaim. He says that he found in the Sefer Mesoyres Hatar Vahanavim, because the question is, who made up these simanim? You know, where does it come from? Is it recent? Is it legitimate? One time we gave a shir on the subject of how many psukim are in Tetzaveh. There are 101 psukim in Tetzaveh, and the Megala Amukos has a whole exposition of why there are 101 psukim in Tetzaveh. So clearly the the simanim and the significance of the number of psukim in a parsha is of ancient origin. However, the Kafachayim, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sefer, the, the grandson, he brings from the Sefer, Mesoyras Hatar Hanavim, that the Chachmei Teveria, after the sealing of the Talmud, counted the number of psukim and parshiyos, and they gave a simen, the name of a person, which is Gematria, the number of Psukim in the parsha. So we see that this was done by the Bali Masaira. This is not a recent invention. This was done by the very Bali Masaira themselves. And yet when it comes to Pekude, there is no simen. Which is very strange, unless you look in the Malbim Chumash. In the Chumash of the Malbim, they give you a simen. Eight say simen. Aleph, Tzadi, Aleph. Eight say is a simen. It's interesting that the Roy Keach, in his commentary to the Torah, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sefer quotes, on the Pasukim Namidbar, Eglois Tzav, Tzav, there are 92 days from the time Klal Yisrael left Mitzrayim until they made the Egel. Isn't that interesting? 92 days from the time they left Mitzrayim. And the 92 Psukim in Parshas Pekudei. So I would say it comes out rather remarkable. Because the Mishkan is the Kapara for the Egel. The Mishkan is a kapara for the Egel. That's why the Beis HaLevi says the Chet HaEgel was, they, they didn't listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's nothing inherently wrong with it, it's just they were not commanded to bring the Egel, and that's why by the Mishkan it says, Kashat Tziva Hashem, Kashat Tziva Hashem, Kashat Tziva Hashem. So the Mishkan is a kapara for the Egel. So since the Egel they made 92 days after they left Mitzrayim, so Parshish Pekudei, which is a kapara for the Egel, we could suggest has 92 Psukim. Okay, so that's one. Then, going back to the Malbim's uh, mnemonic, eight say, I will leave, so we could explain. That's how we extricate ourselves from the Chet HaEgel. 
meaning we can uh, extricate, we could be Eitze, I leave, being culpable and liable for the Ega. So that's one uh, explanation. Egeloi Tzav 92, 92 that's brought in the Malbim's Chumash, and we're suggesting it corresponds to the 92 days that it took them to make the Ega. Fine. There's another suggestion that the Sefer Tapuche Chaim, he brings in the name of the Gera Rebbe, the Tolna Rebbe, in the Sefer Koyvetz Golyoynes Meirech Nichayach of Rav Roin Yosef Chaim Masud Abu Chatzera, he quotes this from the Tolna Rebbe who quoted the Admir of Lubavitch, and uh, the Sefer Mishkan Secha Yisrael also quotes it from the Admir of Lubavitch. They both bring the following uh, historical explanation for Parshas Pekudeh. Namely, Parshas does have a simon. The simon is Beli Kail Simon. Beli Kail Simon. Beli is 42. Kail is 50. 92. Beli Kail is the simon. The simon is Beli Kail. The printers, though, when they read, when they read, Beli Kail Simon, they said, oh, there's no simon for Pekude. So they took it out. But they mistakenly didn't know the simon for Pekude was Beli Kail Simon. This is what's quoted in the name of the Ger Rebbe, the Tolna Rebbe, and the Admir of Lubavitch. Now, another version of this I found in the Sefer Beis Abba, Chela Gimel, where he wants to know why there's no simon for Pekudei. And he says in the ancient Chumashim, and I don't think this is correct, there used to be the following simon. Ein loy simon. Ein loy simon. Ein is 61. Loy is 31. So 61 and 31 is 92. Ein loy simon. The simon is ein loy. And the printers saw that, so they figured there's no simon. But little did they know, the simon was ein loy simon. Now I don't think that is possible. Because the way to say Ein Loi Simen is Ayin Yud Nun, Lamed Vav, not Lamed Aleph. You don't say Ein Loi Simen. That's just repetitive. That's not even a way to speak. So probably if there was such a Gersa, then the, it probably said, uh, it probably said, um, a Beli Koil Simen. I once heard that many years ago from Rabbi Yisrael Reisman. And Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer says that he found in the Sefer, Keryas Sefer of the Me'iri, that the Me'iri has a simon for Pekude, and the simon is Uziah, Ayin Zayin yud which is Gematria 92. So it's interesting that the Me'iri, in the Sefer, Keryat Sefer, he gives a mnemonic for each parsha, and often it's not in sync with our mnemonic, which... Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer questions, well, in that case, doesn't that seem to indicate that the mnemonics are not from the Bali Masoira? And he says it could be that the, the Me'iri just didn't have access to these mnemonics that we have from the Bali Masoira. But Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer sort of dismisses the possibility that the simon for Pekude is Bali Koil simon, because, as we pointed out earlier, every simon by every parasha is the name of someone in Tanakh. So why over some by Pekudei, 
did they come up with a simon, Beli Kol Simon, especially, says Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer, there is someone in Tanakh that we could have used as a mnemonic for Pekudeh, and that is Livni. Um, Livni Mishpachas Livni is the name of an individual. Livni Ben Gershain. So why couldn't we um, come up with that? And therefore he says, even the Malbum Simon of Eitzay is somewhat doichek, because again, usually we come up with the name of an individual. By the way, he asks on that, that if you look in Barashas Vayishlach, the name of the person who Vayishlach is named after is Kalita, which is Gematria 154. And the problem is, there is no such person Kalita with a hey at the end. In the entire Tanakh, there is somebody Kalita with an Aleph, and uh, in a later edition of this Sefer, he, somebody wrote him a letter that sometimes the Bali Masaira write a simon b'kriq siv. So it really, klita was with an aleph, but it could be read with a hey. By the way, um, okay, Lamaisa, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sefer says, in his opinion, they should have used the name Avi Asaf for Vayishlach. And in fact, he found later that the Me'iri does use the name Avi Yasaf for the number of Pesukim Parashat Vayishlach. So I, I'm, give, I, I'm just giving a, a small suggestion on Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Sofer's question of why the, all the other Parashiyos have names. So why would they name Pekude Vali Kyle Simon? So this is, I don't know, maybe B'derach Tzachos, but take it for what it is. What's the purpose of a Simon? Whereas of a simon is, it's a mnemonic, it helps you remember. So whatever's going to stand out the most will uh, be the best mnemonic. So certainly, Beli Kyle Simon is a pretty memorable simon. But maybe we could suggest, suggest even further. You know, if there's any parish on the Torah that counts things, it would be Pekude. I mean, we count all the silver and how much it tallied up to and what kalim were bought with it and we tally up the copper and the gold and what it was used for and the Mahsas HaShekel and how many Jews there were. And there's an interesting question in the Zayar HaKadosh that we know, Ein habracha metsuya loy bedavar hamonoi v'loy bedavar hamishkal. We know that blessing is never found in something that's counted or weighed or measured. And in that case, why are we... Uh, Counting everything in the Mishkan. You know, why do we keep on counting everything if Ein HaBracha Metsuya B'davar HaManai? So the Zayar says like this, Rabbi Yitzchak Shal Rabbi Shimon, Hada Aminon She'ein HaBracha Metsuya B'davar HaManai V'lama Haya B'Mishkan Hakol B'Minyan So Rabbi Shimon answered, something that doesn't come from Sitra the Kedusha, Ein HaBracha Metsuya B'davar HaManai but something of Kedusha, Adaraba, more blessing comes. So therefore, since, and the proof the Zayar says is from Yosef. By the way, he says the Mishkan came through Betzalel. Betzalel somehow was like the secret of Yosef. The bottom line is that Pekude is the exception to the rule. Pekude, you're allowed to count everything. Pekude, I, but it, it Causes ayin hara, not bedavar hamotzo, not bedavar shal So, 
in a way, the most ironic symbol to give for the parsha that counts everything is this parsha is the one parsha that you don't count the psukim. Beli calls simen. So it's just, you know, a little bit memorable. And perhaps the reason why either the simen was Beli calls simen or Ein loy simen. But now you remember that Pekude has 92 psukim. And you remember corresponding to the 92 days that it took Klaiso to make the Egal. And the Mishkan, of course, was a Kapara for the Egal. And that's what I got for you on Parsha of Kudai. And now I want to share with you another item connecting to Megillus Esther to Parshas Pekudai. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.